Welcome to the first episode of the Cinema Vixens podcast. I am your host, Steph Koza. And I'm your host, Madison Fairchild. If you are new here, we're a podcast focused on highlighting the girls and the gays in film and television. If you were a fan of our previous podcast, The Windsor Film Club, we are... I just hit my microphone. We are so (laughs) excited that you are here and... I cannot wait, we cannot wait for you to join us on our new venture. I thought you only murdered boys. I go both ways. Oh, who is she? A misty memory. Thank you guys again. I just hit my mic. (laughs) (laughs) Off to a great start. Thank you guys so much for joining us. We are really excited to be doing this podcast together, and we're super excited for our first film, Bodies, 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 directed by Helena Rain. We immediately knew we had to cover this film. Bodies is an A24 whodunit slasher that was released earlier this year. It stars Amanda Stenberg. Amanda Stenberg? There's some hard (laughs) names in this cast. Yeah. We're going to keep it rolling. Um, We're doing our best. <laughs> Maria Bakalova, Myhala Harold, Chase Swee Wonders, Rachel Sano, Sanat, Lee Pace, and Pete Davidson, our king. Um, yes. What a cast. What an amazing cast. What a beautiful cast. They're all Yes. They're so gorgeous. Hot. All of them. And mostly um, gay. Which and I mostly love. gay. It's incredible. <laughs> um, so the film. While attending a hurricane party at a mansion, a small group of friends decides to play a drug-fueled game of Bodies, 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 which if you don't know is kind of like Mafia or I guess like Among Us. Not Among Kind of like Among Us. Wait, no, it kind of is like Among Us. Oh my God, is Among Us the modern day Mafia? Wow. I never thought about that. Um, That's so funny. Okay. They play IRL Among Us. Um, (laughs) After one of their friends is found dead, the game turns into a real hunt for the killer. This group of frenemies turns on each other in the midst of their hysteria, and they don't know who they can really trust. And like the tagline says, this is not a safe space. I love that tagline. It's 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 so good. It's so good. It says it all. It's it's so perfect. You hate listen to her podcast. Wait, what? I like your podcast, Alice. What is your podcast about? Hanging out with your smartest and funniest friend. So, Steph, what did you like about this movie? Or don't, what did you not like about uh, this movie? <laughs> I liked everything about this movie. Like, I honestly, I really don't have any problems with it at all. Like, if any, they're so minor. Like, I mm-hmm. thought this movie was so much fun. It was constantly surprising, despite it being, it wasn't predictable, but the things that were predictable were still fun anyways, if yes, that makes sense. exactly. Like, it was such a fun, like, you know, I love a murder mystery. I love a whodunit. Mm-hmm. It has, like, Knives Out vibes and Scream vibes and just everything I love about this style of, like, comedy horror. Yeah. And I, it just, it checked all the boxes for me. It was so much fun. And at the very end, I was like, damn, that movie was... <laughs> amazing yeah yeah i also have no complaints um i had such a fun time every time i've watched this film i have such a fun time with it i adore the cast i like you said it has kind of scream vibes and that it's funny but some parts are genuinely like a little shocking even though it's not Mm. like a classic horror film it is more murder mystery which i love um and we'll talk about this later but Like I said earlier, the part that I was like, I called it, usually I'd be a little disappointed, like, oh, I guess the plot. But no, it was fun. It was the right choice. And it was Mm -hmm. hilarious. And I I think that I've never seen a movie try to portray Gen Z and nail it. Like, usually you can tell it's a fucking boomer in an office making the decisions. And they're so cringy. They're so out of touch. They don't Mm -hmm. feel genuine and every character in this film feels like someone I would meet in real life they Mm -hmm. all were like fully fleshed out people and it was a blast it's just a fun time I want to show it to everyone I know and yeah I loved it let's talk about the characters do you want to give us who plays who yes um first of all every single character is so 
interesting and nuanced yeah. and like everyone has their own thing and like you said they they feel like real people and the dialogue feels so realistic and yeah. like props to the cast because they deserve all the credit for that but also the writing like it's just I keep hitting my microphone. I talk with my hands. I'm Italian. Yeah. Italiano. <laughs> hey. Bodies, bodies, bodies. I'm sorry. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Um. Yeah, so what I love about this movie is it kind of follows this, the slasher trope, like the slasher horror trope where you have this group of friends at a party and mm. they slowly start getting picked off. But this one, because it's in this new, like, Gen Z setting and there's so much horror that is the same, there are so many slashers that, while I love them and will always love a classic slasher, they're Mm -hmm. all kind of the same. Like, at the ground level, you know? Exactly. It's like, you got the jock, you got the nerd, you got the slutty couple that has sex and gets (laughs) killed having sex. Like, it's always the same. But bodies, 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 the characters are all like setting the stage for a new era of slasher characters yeah so we have sophie who's played by amanda amanda stenberg and she's kind of the main character i guess Mm -hmm. you would say Mm -hmm. like they all play a part but she's sort of she introduces us to the movie and she's our final girl like yeah she's our final girl and so she's kind of like the I don't want to say the outcast, but she is an outcast in a sense. Like, she was in this friend group, but she's been away for a while, and there seems to be some tension with her and, like, the rest of the group. Like, it Mm -hmm. seems just, like, a little off. Um, And she also brings her girlfriend, B, played by Maria Bakalova. (laughs) Maria Bakalova. Who killed it next to in Borat she like was able to keep up with Sasha Baron Cohen which is unthinkable and she kept up in her debut film so she's got some chops I can't wait to see where she goes she's incredible I did not I didn't think I was gonna like Borat I was like I'll just see this because it's Borat and it was so good it was so (laughs) good mostly because of her like she was she stole that movie 100%. She's amazing. Yeah. And she's amazing in this. And she's a weird, like, quiet character in this. She brings zucchini bread to the party. Um, She is the total outcast of the group. They are treating her terribly. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it says a lot about... Sorry to cut you off. No, Um, go. I think it says a lot about how... I know it's kind of a diverse cast, but rich white people treat foreigners. Yes. Because B is not American and she's a little timid and doesn't really Mm. get jokes and she's just an outsider like you said and everyone treats her that way and I think part of that has to do with this like class hierarchical weird society yeah she's poor and she's foreign Mm. so even though there are people of color within their friend group um, they're super classist towards her immediately when she talks about her job at GameStop, mm-hmm. essentially. Um, it was it was like a weird fake GameStop, but, yeah. you know. And then they were like xenophobic towards her, like mm-hmm. very straight up. So, yeah, that's B. Then we have Jordan, who's played by Myhala Harold, And she is kind of like the edgy, mm-hmm. badass... Uh, very hard kind of cold mm-hmm. character um she's kind of seen by this group as like the cold hard aggressive one and to a fault almost like yeah like yeah. there's more to her than that and i think that's another thing i really like about this movie is that we have these tropes but they're also people like they they're, aren't they're just so, a trope yeah i wanted to say this while you were talking about it like they're so fleshed out that it's insane that they can fit in the archetype because it doesn't feel like those two things can coexist. Um, but they can if they're w- written well. And they clearly were in this case because every character has depth while fitting into the teen horror trope. So it's so good. She's such a good example of that. Yeah. Yeah. She. She's like, there's a lot to unpack with her. And I really like that. 
Um, then there's Emma. The only played. character without death. <laughs> I know. It's like, and the then we one. get to Emma, who I, uh, like, forgot was even in the movie. Yep. yep. <laughs> I was, like, looking at the cast, and I was like, Emma. Emma. She's gorgeous. She's gorgeous, though. She so is. Let's give her that. She's gorgeous. She dies a great death. Yeah. And she plays, like, she plays kind of, the actress is Asian, I believe, or mixed but she plays like who you would think of as like the blonde in a horror yeah. movie, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. She is everyone yeah. has yeah, a yeah. crush on her. She knows it. She kind of thinks she's the shit. She wants to be an actress. So she's very like manipulative. She's playing like who you would think of as like the dumb blonde that gets killed first almost. Not that she's dumb, but she like is that type of She character. fits into that mold. Yeah. 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 She's like the it girl. She's mm-hmm. also dating Pete Davidson and the parties happening at his parents' mansion. So mm-hmm. she has this, like, leverage kind of, yeah. because yeah. she's, like, with the rich guy. I mean, they're all kind of rich, but I think he's, like, the he's rich He's the one, richest, you know? yeah. Yeah. Other than that, there's not a whole lot of depth there. Um, she's kind of gay, maybe? Yeah. She initiates a, a kiss with a girl who thinks she, who she thinks has a crush on her. And we should clarify that every person before this is also gay. gay. <laughs> yeah, they've all been lesbians until her. And She's with each other. <laughs> yes, and they've all they've all hooked Sophie up. <laughs> is with B, but Sophie's ex is Jordan, which is maybe why she's so angry. I think and that's it. And then Emma, yeah, yeah, she's just bitter and salty. And she was the poorest one in the group. She was upper mm-hmm. middle class, that mm-hmm. hilarious line. But yeah. she's the poorest in the group. Um, she's exes with uh, Sophie. Sophie. They talk about how Sophie was abusive towards her and she went to therapy for it. And she's mm-hmm. probably just angry because she's hurt. So I feel like yeah. it was there. And you just Mm -hmm. have to be able to pick up on her hurt. And it makes her more in-depth, I think. I love it. Yeah, honestly, the more we talk about her, the more I'm like, wow, she was like the most complex character in this movie. However, (laughs) I do love Alice, who's next on the list, played by Rachel Sennett, who I adore uh, in Shiva Baby. She... Just, oh, Shiva Baby. Can we cover could, Shiva we, Baby soon, we need, I was just about to say that. We need to cover <laughs> Shiva Baby. Oh, my I'm God. I'm so excited already. I'm such a big and, fan of hers. Like Me too. Anyone who's listening who has not seen Shiva Baby, like, stop listening to this podcast right now and go, and go watch, watch Shiva it. Baby. I'm not kidding. It's so good. <laughs> and if you liked her in this, you'll love her in that. She's yes. It's on Amazon Prime, right? I think so. I think it's so. definitely, like, it. free to stream somewhere. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, but she plays Alice in this, and she's kind of like the aloof, I don't know, she's like happy-go-lucky, kind of naive, and... Yeah, she's a podcaster. Uh, she's a podcaster, <laughs> represent, <laughs> though maybe not the podcaster we need. <laughs> no, no. Um, not quite offering anything to the world, but she's kind of like that... Uh, I think her trope is she wants to be the it girl. Yes. Like, Emma is the it girl, and Alice is trying to be and almost kind of thinks she is. Totally. Or is at least convincing herself that she is, because she's like, I have a podcast, and I do this, and I do that. And she's also kind of a people pleaser, because there's, like, that... There's one specific argument where she keeps, like, taking different people's sides. Yeah. Because she just wants everyone to like her. Yeah, it makes her kind of endearing in a way. Yeah. Because I feel like she she's one of the ones that seems to like everybody for the most part. And I think she just wants her friends to get along. She was the only mm-hmm. one excited when Sophie showed up to the party. She was the yeah. only one besides who we're getting to next who was like kind of welcoming to be um she's obviously friends with David. Like it it really seems like she's just trying to hold this group together. But yeah. she's naive and a little yeah. dumb and she's my favorite character i love yes. her so much <laughs> Me too. she's funny as fuck like she's so, good. so funny she's like the golden retriever of the she, group exactly exactly <laughs> yes and i will protect her at all costs me too um next we have greg played by lee pace my king my king um i need Okay, I have to say something about this character. So, (laughs) the first time I was watching this movie, 
and Lee Pei showed up. I didn't know he was in this at all. Oh my so, god. So he was just there and he's sitting. Um and he he looks really scruffy and like normally Lee Pace is like very attractive, but I didn't really yeah. find him that attractive in this movie. <laughs> and I was watching it with my boyfriend and a couple friends, and I was like, who is this like Walmart Lee Pace? <laughs> <laughs> And then I looked it up and I was like, oh no, it is Lee Pace. <laughs> now I have to share something with you. I just found out that our taste is the exact opposite because I've always understood that Lee Pace is an, like a conventionally attractive man. I have never been attracted to Lee Pace until I saw this fucking movie. And I was like, wow, Lee Pace is my king, the love of my life. I will watch everything he's in forever because this is my favorite man. That is so funny. Like I had the exact opposite reaction. That makes me, that brings me so much joy. <laughs> that's, oh my God, that's hilarious. Oh my God. <sighs> yeah, it took me an embarrassingly long amount of time to realized that it actually was Lee Pace. I was like, wait, is it? Is that Lee? No. Is that That's Lee Pace? That's fantastic, though? actually. <laughs> oh my god. And then, as soon as he stood up and was ten feet tall, I was like, oh yeah. That's of Lee course. Pace. Of course. Also, I have a sticker on my fridge from Super Yaki that says Lee, Lee Pace is 6'5". Yep. <laughs> I almost bought that. I went to one of their, like, Alamo screenings, and they had that mm -hmm. sticker, and it was like, I need it, but I was poor. But yeah. shout out Super Yaki. We love you. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, I got a new fridge recently and I got it super discounted because it has a giant dent in it. So I was like, I'll just like cover it with a magnet or a sticker. And that's what I decided to cover that's it with. That's perfect. That is so yeah, perfect. It is. Oh my it's God. Perfect. All right. So that's Greg. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. He and, has like. Oh, wait. We should probably explain who he is. <laughs> Greg is a himbo. He's the himbo. Yes, he's the he's himbo. so kind and so dumb. Mm -hmm. And we love him. He's also a golden retriever, but yes. a little dumber than even yeah. Alice. And he's um, not a, I wouldn't say he's like a people pleaser like Alice no, is. Like no. he's more just like, he's just there for the vibes. He's there for vibes. He loves camping and, and stuff like that. Also, mm -hmm. we didn't talk about this. This film is like the stereotypical cabin in the woods film, yeah. but it's not mm -hmm. a cabin in the woods. It's a mansion in the burbs, but like because of the hurricane, it traps them there. So it is right. like cabin in the woods esque, but not because they're rich yeah. people and they wouldn't be at mm -hmm. a shitty cabin in the woods. They'd be in a mansion. So with a basketball court, of course. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I kind of love that. I Me didn't too. even really think about that until you said it. Like, yeah, it's a cabin in the woods, but in a new package. Yeah, exactly. Which, I love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love that. Um, yeah. And Greg is there because he's dating Alice. Wait, yes. no. Yes. They've met yeah. on Tinder two weeks ago. In right. The plot. Yeah. So he's new to the group. But he doesn't seem to be treated much like an outcast, despite being Except new. Except by David. Everyone yes. loves Greg except David. Except David. Because he's who the is, other guy. Yes. And David is Pete Davidson, the last character of our group. And he, his parents own the mansion that they're staying in. He's mm -hmm. kind of a fuckboy. Yeah. <laughs> he's Pete Davidson. Yeah. Um, Pete Davidson is playing Pete Davidson quite literally. Yeah. Very yes. similar <laughs> sense of humor to what we would know him as. Um Maybe meaner, but I don't know Pete Davidson, so and um, <laughs> and he is dating our it girl Emma. Emma, yeah. I think as far as horror tropes go, he's the closest to being like the popular jock. The jock. Guy. That's what I was gonna yeah. say. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't look like he would play sports, but like his character type is the jock mm -hmm. character type. Yeah. Yes. One hundred percent. And that's about as deep as he gets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that is, that's our whole crew. Let's go back to how gay everyone is, I think. <laughs> There's multiple gay characters and we should discuss it. Um, yes, yes. I felt I'm like... I'm so... Sorry. No, you go. I was just going to say I'm so happy about how gay this movie is. It was so gay. It was so, <laughs> it's gay. so gay. It's so and gay. And like, so authentically gay. Like, the, yes. the three lesbian characters, number one, we've got a U-Haul lesbian, not really, but like... Sophie is, by the way, Steph and I are both queer, so 
before we get yes. into this, we have <laughs> important we to note. Yeah, important to note, we are queer. <laughs> we are surrounded with queer communities. So a lot of our jokes and references, if you're not in those communities, might not like make sense. Um, or they do because you're on the internet. Who knows? Um, Sophie <laughs> has barely been dating B. They've been together for six weeks. She's already mm-hmm. told her she loves her. Um, she's obsessed with her. But Sophie has a very like kind of explosive life. Like, she's wealthy, but she's cut off. She's rehabilitating from drugs, but she's still doing drugs. From what everyone has said, like, six weeks with Sophie is a long time. So Mm -hmm. you can kind of see where that's coming from. Um, Be more quiet. I feel like, um, I wouldn't say she's not femme, but she's not, like, hyper femme. Yeah. They're, like, a spectrum. I would say she's the middle ground. Um. And then Jordan, who is Sophie's ex, is still close friends with Sophie, which we were joking about before the call is such a queer community thing to do. Like Mm -hmm. women who date women are always still like your whole friend group is just other women you've dated. (laughs) Like, yeah, (laughs) um, so often that is the case. And so we thought it was so funny that like, Mm -hmm. of course, her ex-girlfriend is in the group, of course. And then Emma, who thinks everyone is obsessed with her, who might be bi, we're not sure. Um who thinks everyone is obsessed with her, like, kisses Sophie. She's like, that's what you wanted, right? And Sophie's like, no, what the fuck? Like, But, like, that's also such a straight girl. She has to be straight because only a straight girl would do that. You're right. That's such Mm -hmm. a straight girl thing to do, to, like, kiss the lesbian and be like, but you wanted to kiss me. And it's like, no, I didn't. Like, you're insane. Um, You're right. She is straight. She has she to would, be. She would assume that all the lesbians are in Want love with her. her. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a lot of drama within um, the relationship of B, Sophie, and Jordan. Jordan is flirting with B a lot, but it seems like that is to get to Sophie and not because she mm-hmm. actually is interested. I like that two of our three lesbian characters survive. That's so rare. Yeah. They're the only people that survive are queer characters, which never, ever happens. Mm-hmm. And um, one of them is a person of color and the other one's fo- uh, like foreign. She's not from the US. Yeah. So like, that's Where is pretty she, cool. Where is she from? Russia? Yeah. Yeah. That's right. She's from Russia. Yeah. It sucks because they kind of have a toxic relationship. That's a bummer. But I also feel like I kind of like when queer characters aren't like this perfect person. Because I feel like mm-hmm. some movies are... They always kill them. But, like, I also feel like some films are scared to make them unlikable. Because, like, that's yeah. the representation. Right. They either kill them or make them just, like, perfect. Like, yeah. They're just, like, like, the fun gay character. Exactly. And, and these I'm were flawed people. And this, I'm yeah, so tired of it. It's not real. Like, these were real right. people. B didn't do anything wrong except lie a little bit. She's fine. And kill some people. Yeah. But... That was self-defense, but so it's okay. It was self-defense. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just kind of like that they didn't make them... It's always just one gay person, and they're, like, treated like the pet of the friend group, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. And yeah, this yeah, wasn't. Yeah, they sure. were, it's, like, half the half of the cast is gay, and... Mm-hmm. And it's never, like, acknowledged, no, really. No, no one gives like, a they're shit. Not, no one's, like... There's there's no making fun of each other. No, there's no. there's literally no talking about their sexualities at there's all. There's no coming like, out. There's no... Yeah. They're just There's gay no trauma. I feel like we can't get a queer film without the characters being upset that they're gay. And I know that that's yeah. a very true experience for most people in the community due to trauma. But I like being able to just escape into a world where the gay characters can be having just as much fun as the straight couples more mm-hmm. because the straight couple in this film fucking hates each other um yes. <laughs> and i don't know it just felt like really good rep to me do you feel the same yeah. way no i agree completely because i agree with you that like yes it's valid and like obviously most queer people go through that phase of feeling yeah. misunderstood or disliked or like broken like we've all gone through that weird phase where you just feel wrong yeah and you're just upset about your sexuality but it's nice to see a movie where everyone's comfortable with who they are exactly. and it's not an issue yeah like I, th- I think it's good to have both in the world of media. i agree like, for I a long time agree. for a long time it was just that same story over and over again of like coming mm-hmm. out and feeling 
upset about yourself. And I like that now we have that story, but we also have like what happens after that, like yeah. how yeah. you can live and be accepted and have a group of friends that love you. Maybe not in this movie, not but... in this movie, but like, <laughs> yeah, it's like it's just a good change. It's um, yeah. I don't know. It made me happy. I liked it. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk about the frenemies in this movie? Oh yes. So um, this I, I, this friend group in this movie is right from the start. The vibes are weird. Like yeah. the second Sophie and B arrive, there. I think the uh, the very first thing someone says is like some weird snide comment about Sophie being there. I can't yeah. remember what it is. Someone literally is like, "Why is Sophie here?" Like, it's yeah, Pete, it's Emma to Pete. She's like, "Why right, is she right, here?" Right. Like. I like that it's not explained. The movie isn't like, I don't know, there's not a conversation with Sophie and B at the beginning being like, oh, we have all this like drama and tension and this is yeah. gonna, like, they just show up and then it's suddenly like, oh, there's some kind of beef, but I don't really know what it is. And you and think I like at that. the beginning that they're invited and then you yeah. find out along with B that we're right. not invited. And then, mm-hmm. like, throughout the film, you find out why they're not invited, what's gone on in the mm-hmm. past. But it's, like, a slow reveal rather yeah. than too much exposition right at the start, which is fantastic. Yeah. Yes, I love that. Um, but it's not just Sophie and B that are, like, the drama. It's, like, everyone yeah. everyone has an issue with someone. Yeah. <laughs> and there's, so, there's all these, like, wounds that get reopened throughout the course of the night. Even issues that maybe they thought had been resolved, but it, everything just unearths because there's just hysteria and everyone is attacking each other and targeting each other and blaming each other. And you realize as soon as the first person's killed, which I guess we didn't even talk about yet, is David. Oh, yeah. David <laughs> dies. Yeah. Yeah. Pete first. Davidson's dead. <laughs> During a game of bodies, 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 he like yes. runs off and he dies. And then they find his body and they're like, one of us did it. And they're trying to figure out who the killer is. Um, but it's so interesting how like in that moment, I-, I think it takes them like a minute or two, but they suddenly realize like, well, it has to be one of us. Yeah. And then they all start targeting each other. And it just demonstrates how much they really don't trust each other or Mm -hmm. like each other even. No. Yeah. And as they're fighting and things get revealed, it's like, I'm sure everyone has had at least one friend group experience where every single person in that group has talked bad about another person in that group. Mm -hmm. And it's very high school, but I know it happens. And it just is so real. It felt so real. And yeah, it did. every time someone would turn against the other, they would spill like a secret. Like, oh, this girl said this about you. This girl said this mm-hmm. about you. And like, let's go through the beef. So Greg and David <laughs> hate each other. Um, mm-hmm. Alice yes. thinks Jordan is mean. Jordan talks mm-hmm. shit about Alice behind her back. Everyone mm-hmm. talks shit about Emma. Everyone talks mm-hmm. shit about Sophie. And Jordan hates Sophie. Like, everyone hates each other. <laughs> Oh, my God. It's insane. Except Um, I don't think Alice hates anyone. You're right. Alice, (laughs) Alice wasn't, she didn't say anything bad about Jordan. She was sad that Jordan made fun of her podcast. And then she's like, everyone says you're mean and I try to stay friends with you, but everyone else hates you. And it's like, oh, my God. Like, very real, very real moment. Um, Yeah. All the drama feels so believable. Yes. And like it all feels real it's nothing is like forced just to cause tension or forced to make more drama so the movie's more exciting it's like no this would actually be a real friendship and like probably this would actually happen if this was a real group of people yeah Yeah. it's all little things that people do and people hate that other people do (laughs) like Mm -hmm. yeah everything that like is said about another person they're all so specific like mm-hmm. uh, getting mad about uh, you're not rich, you're upper middle class. Yeah. <laughs> or yeah. you have a stupid podcast or just like the, they're so tiny but specific and say so much about the person. Yeah. And it's also very like, I, I feel like every single complaint was like, oh yeah, I know a person like that. Exactly. Like, exactly. Yeah. And we're the people with the podcast. <laughs> yeah. People probably getting made fun of by our friend group. No, yep. but it's like 
everything, like you said, everything was a real complaint I've heard or I've said or I've seen like that's been Mm -hmm. said about me. None of it was big enough to be like a movie is something that even seemed worthy of being in a film. It was that little. Um, Yeah. But that kind of goes to show. Yeah. And I think because they're so little, that goes to show how fragile this friend group was. That like the tiniest thing can make them be like, well, I think you're the killer and I'm going to kill you in self-defense because you did this one stupid thing to me one time. Yes. It's like when you have roommates like in college and you're with them all the time. And so every little thing starts to bother you that they do. This group Mm -hmm. has known each other like their whole lives. Like it said that uh, David and Sophie have known each other since like preschool or kindergarten. So they've known each other forever. And they're at the point in that friendship where like every little crack in the glass is like a bigger and bigger thing because they're fucking tired. Like they are tired of each other's shit. And that happens to people when you're around someone too much. So very realistic. Just another great thing. And the relationships are toxic. So toxic. Super toxic. (laughs) So much like miscommunication and lying and gaslighting and just it's It's a mess. They're mean. Like everyone's mean to each other except Alice and Greg because they don't know each other. (laughs) Like Yeah. um, And they're the golden retrievers. (laughs) And they're the golden retrievers. They're perfect for each other. Like he's a Leo moon. That says a lot about a person. Um, They're just vibe. They have phenomenal vibes. I love them. So how did you like the kills in this movie? I loved them. Particularly the, well, I guess not technically the first because David is the first, but you don't see it. Yeah. So Greg is the first after that. That one's crazy. And that, just the whole scene is just a, a masterpiece to me. Like, yeah. first of all, they've all already decided that Greg is the killer, like, separately, which is kind of mirroring what they've done to each other, is talk yeah. about each other behind their backs. So they're all, like, they're all, like, trying to figure out, well, who's the killer? Who would do this? And they're like, oh, well, Greg is new, and we don't really know anything about him, and mm-hmm. he's a man, and he's big and strong, and, and he brought a go bag. Yeah, he brought a go bag. Knives and stuff. <laughs> yeah, so they're like, okay, so uh, it's probably him. And then they go find him in the basketball court, lying on the ground with his, like, face mask. And he's, like, meditating or something. Yeah, with headphones in, so he didn't hear any of the screaming yeah. or anything. Yeah. And God. they all come in and just totally throw off his vibes. He's having a great time. He's just, just trying vibing. to enjoy himself. He's just vibing. And everyone just starts attacking him. And he's just like, what the literal fuck is going on? And it's so <laughs> obvious in that moment that he's not the killer. Like, as a viewer, at least yeah. for me, like I was like, there's no way this guy killed anyone. He's he's vibing. Yeah. Maybe one of the reasons they cast Lee Pace is because he's so tall. Massive, yeah. <laughs> and... He he can play a nice character and still look intimidating. So yeah, and he's goofing around thinking they're joking. So he starts like yeah. howling at them, like because he thinks it's all right. a joke. So he's like playing a werewolf and like jumping at them, and they're like screaming yeah. in terror. But he thinks that it's all a joke, and like they attack him. He defends himself by throwing one of them off. But he's a massive man throwing a little girl off of him. Mm-hmm. Not a little girl, but like a small woman. And it yeah. looks violent, even though it's not. Mm-hmm. And so right. they kill him. They kill him. B. <laughs> that, w- when B, because, okay, until this point, B has been, like, kind of quiet and, like, I still can't really get a read on her. Like, she yeah. just seems kind of timid and, like, afraid that all these mean girls aren't gonna like her which is totally Mm -hmm. fair but she was like the last person i expected to just smash greg over the head twice twice yeah (laughs) and just bludgeon him to death (laughs) we joked about this earlier but alice is like why do you think he was a killer and they're like you said he's a vet she's like veterinarian (laughs) like they thought he served in iraq like (laughs) this poor guy just loves animals and nature and they murdered him a golden retriever who loves golden retrievers i think my favorite kill well i think okay let's go over the kills Emma is after. She falls down the stairs Mm -hmm. because Sophie gave her a pill and she was tripping and she tripped and died. Um, But that's not like a murder. B, once again with the violence, pushes Jordan off of a staircase. But Jordan doesn't die. Um, Mm -hmm. Fucking Alice. Alice's death is the only death that makes me sad. 
I because know. Because Jordan shoots her in the leg and she's like, what the fuck? Because she didn't have any reason to shoot her. That was a little crazy. Um, and yeah. they all are wrestling for the gun. So B, Sophie, Jordan, and Alice wrestle for the gun. And while they're like dogpiled on each other, they hear a gunshot. And Alice got shot and killed. And it makes me sad. Like, she did not deserve to get killed. She that didn't was crazy. deserve it. And she was literally just trying to get them to stop exactly. shooting each other. And was like trying to mediate and like take the gun away. Yeah. That whole, the whole scene with the gun was like the most stressed out I've ever oh, it's been horrible. in my life. I was like, horrible. why is this happening? Just put the gun down. Just sit <laughs> down. Just stop. Just everybody stop. Oh, my God. Ugh. But like, it's just, so bad. Ugh, ugh, ugh. Yeah, how yeah does, her death was rough. How does Jordan die? Do you remember? Jordan? Does she die? Do we know that she dies? Or do we just see her laying on the ground after she gets pushed off the stairs th- and she starts shooting at them? I don't know. I think she dies. She has to. Right? She, okay, B and Sophie kill Jordan somehow. Does we she forget. just bleed out? Wait, oh, she man, yeah, I really don't remember. Sorry, friends. The world she, may never know. <laughs> should we reveal... The big reveal, which is who killed David. <laughs> um, I feel like if they've listened this far, they've seen I it. mean, yeah. If you're listening to this, hopefully you've seen the movie. So um. before <laughs> Jordan dies, she tells B to check Sophie's phone because Sophie has been cheating on B with Jordan. Sophie and B wrestle for the phone. They figure out it's David's phone. Open it up. He was filming a TikTok opening a champagne bottle with the machete. And he's an idiot like me. This is something I would do because I open packages towards myself. He hits it towards himself and slashes his own throat with the machete on TikTok and has filmed it. So they find out that they've killed all their friends for no reason. And then their other friend, what's his name? Max? Max. (laughs) Max comes up. He's been missing for two days, finds Mm -hmm. them. There was no killer. They've just killed their entire friend group. And the whodunit mm-hmm. is that David's an idiot and killed himself. I called yep. this from the jump. I am so glad that that was the reveal. <laughs> I love it so much. It's so stupid. And of course, of course he killed himself. He's an right. idiot who was high <laughs> playing with a machete. Like, it's, it's, a, so, it's so much good. It's so much better than it just being one of them killing 100%. Everyone. There's 100%. no good reason that would make it better than this reason yeah. like it's so good and why would any of them be a killer realistically like, no one no had reason. a motive yeah the like the only everyone misdirect... had a motive but no one had a good enough motive if that makes sense. yes and no one had a motive to kill everyone like exactly. everyone had a motive towards like one person exactly yeah i think the only misdirect was max because he was the only mm-hmm. one that was supposed to be there and wasn't there, and you and never he had meet him. Punched David the day before. Yeah, right. And so you're like, okay, all we know about this guy is he's violent. He's supposed to be here, but he's not. So put two and two together, maybe it's him. Yeah, it's so good. It's so, yeah. Ugh, I so I good. I did not call it from the beginning, but I called it as a joke, <laughs> like I don't know, 25 minutes into the movie. <gasps> yes, I was. Yeah. I don't know, like, what specific moment. I was just like, wouldn't it be funny if, like, he just accidentally died and yeah. no I one's called the it, killer? I feel like I called it as a joke, too, because they were trying to figure it out. And I was like, I bet he did it to himself. The fucking idiot. Yeah. I bet. I thought it was suicide yeah. at first. And then I was like, no. Uh, yeah. Like, at, at first I was like, maybe he, like, actually wanted to kill himself. But then I was like, no, that doesn't seem to make sense, like, at this time and the way that it happened. But I was like, yeah, he's kind of an idiot. Maybe he did it on accident. I love it. I love it. (laughs) I think the moment that they... I I don't know. There's one scene when they are all fighting and all blaming each other, like, very heavily. And that was the moment where I was like, I'm pretty sure they're all going to kill each other. Yeah. Like, I just... I think that's what's going to happen. And it was so fun to just see that story carried out. Yeah, it's... (laughs) chef's kiss i love this film so much um yeah so it's kind of a whodunit turned on its head we've talked about this extensively but obviously if there's not a real killer then there's not really a search for the killer it kind of breaks horror movie rules too um if we're going back to scream they have the horror movie rules everyone knows that 
Um, the characters we see having sex the most are the only two that's the only characters we see having sex in the whole film mm-hmm. are the two survivors. So yeah. it broke the virgin rule, but I love that. And I feel like that was like on purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, black girl doesn't guy f- the die black first. girl, the gay girl doesn't die first. Like mm-hmm. it's two white guys. It's two, two white guys. White guys. Yeah, that's so two true. Two straight white guys. I love that for them. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I just feel like it flipped everyone's expectations on their head. The dialogue, mm-hmm. we've talked about this. Phenomenal. So Every fight scene where they're talking over each other and screaming at each other, so yes. realistic. Felt like real conversation, not like script mm-hmm. dialogue. Yeah, I, I really want to read the screenplay to see so like much. how yeah. much of that was ad-libbed, if that was like... Yeah. I don't know. The directing and the way this was written is like, I I love what you're saying. I love when they talk over each other because that's mm-hmm. how people talk and that's how people yeah. argue. And no one is listening to each other. Like everyone's <laughs> no. just shouting their own truth, but yeah. no one is hearing each other. So it's completely useless. It's just causing more hysteria and anger. Yeah. But it's so, it's exactly like the way arguments go. Like that's what happens. And they use like, chronically online buzzwords a lot while they're fighting (laughs) in a way Mm -hmm. that like I feel like if they pushed it a little farther it would have been like okay yeah we get it you're making fun of Gen Z but it was just enough to it's where it's like no I could read that in a TikTok comment section right Mm -hmm. now I could go on my phone right now and see someone say that exact phrase because Mm -hmm. they're so chronically online it was perfect perfect level of mocking us um Mm -hmm. me are you Gen Z you're not Gen Z I'm not. I'm a millennial. You have the good I'm... vibes, though. I'm Gen Z, and it was the perfect <laughs> amount of making fun of us. Uh, I loved it. Um, A24's horror run, batshit this year. Holy so fuck. good. We have so Pearl, X, Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Um, men is not good, but men was made. That exists. I didn't. <laughs> men, not good. Not Verdict good. on men. Men, not good. Men are not good. <laughs> men are not good. <laughs> um there has to be more i don't know this run has just been phenomenal um i loved pearl and x as if you watched or listened to any of windsor and you heard the last episode it was a pearl and x deep dive i love i fucking love it um but i'm just so excited to see where a24 goes next obviously we have maxine coming i can't wait which i cannot wait that's just this is like no, my it's new perfect. favorite horror. It's my new favorite horror saga. Like, yes, yeah. me too. Pearl, the- Pearl, mm, Pearl was so is a masterpiece. It's I a masterpiece. cannot express how much I sadly and unfortunately relate to that woman. Not the killing, but when she does her monologue <laughs> no. at the end, I was like, oh, she gets it. Fuck, she gets it. Like, right? I oh thought the same thing. I was like, holy shit. I was like, I've never oh. felt more seen, but also more angry about being seen. <laughs> I know. I don't want to you relate know? to her. I don't yeah. want to, but they got mentally ill girls on lock. They really, yes. they called us out. Um, phenomenal. Yeah, they do. I love A24 horror so much. I have my Tony Collette crying ah! pin right here. I love, <laughs> I it. love um, it. But yeah, what else is on the slate that you know of? I'm looking. Oh, everything, everywhere, all at once. Not a horror. But Not horror, but just amazing. an amazing A24 film. Holy yes. shit! Blew my socks off. We should go over that for Mother's Day. <gasps> <gasps> yes, <laughs> that ladybird yes. would be such an yes. insane Mother's oh, Day. Oh, I was just watching a commentary video before this about Freaky really? Friday and how <gasps> Freaky Friday is. In the same category as Everything Everywhere All at Once and Lady Bird because it's like a mother-daughter. And that's why I love them all. No offense, Mama, don't watch this. But (laughs) that's why I love them all. Um, We're excited for next year, A24. We love you. (laughs) Yeah. Is there any other, like, points you want to make before? I mean, we could just talk about horror, not just A24, just horror of 2022. This year was the best. Yeah. We had Scream. Scream. We had, I liked Halloween Ends more than Halloween Kills, so there's something to say about that. Um, yeah. I'm not saying it was the perfect movie, <laughs> but it was better yeah, than the it last. It was better than, yeah, it was better than Kills, but uh, had, nope. not great. 
Nope was so good. Amazing. Um, The new, I haven't seen it yet, but the new Hellraiser with a trans actress as the lead, yes. which is so awesome. I know. I'm so um, excited about that. I'm I, so we should, happy. We should cover that. Of course we should. What the fuck? We should absolutely cover <laughs> that. so smart. Um, yes, we will cover that. Um, what else came out? Barbarian. Week? I've watched Barbarian. twice already. That is one of my favorite movies ever. Me too. I just... Me too. Uh, okay. We've talked about a lot of kings, tall kings. There is no man <gasps> that tops Bill Skarsgård. I Skarsgård. am so deeply in love with him. He is the Me same too. height as my boyfriend. And... <laughs> The whole time I was watching the movie, I was sending my boyfriend pictures and I was like, it's you. (laughs) (laughs) Also, the way that he like, sorry, tangent, my boyfriend is so meticulous with his bed making and his duvet cover (laughs) and watching the scene where he's teaching her how to make a bed. I was like, that's my boyfriend. What the (laughs) fuck? But I've been in love with Bill since Hemlock Grove. I'm Mm. so obsessed with Hemlock Grove. And he's my king and the love of my life. So go watch Barbarian, please. <laughs> yes. I actually, I never was really attracted to him until Barbarian. Taste. Yeah. <laughs> like, because I don't I mean, have I taste, really. So... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you do. I, I mean, I really don't think I'd seen him in much aside from it. And he's yeah, don't be attracted not to that. Attracted no, in that. no, no, no. We're not Pennywise and girlies. I thought. <laughs> Anyway, horror this year has been stacked. Stacked. So good. Yeah. I really think this has been one of the best years in a long time for horror. I agree. Completely. But um, bodies, bodies, bodies. I give it 10 out of 10 bodies. I give it 10 bodies as well. It And 10 Lee Paces yes. getting bludgeoned to death. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> ten tall men Pete and ten tall Pete tall boys <laughs> oh my god so thanks guys this has been such a fun first episode <laughs> i know i'm so excited i you don't understand i'm so excited for this podcast i'm so excited to be doing it with you madison Me i too. love you and love i'm just you. like ugh. I just want to talk about gay women <laughs> me too that's all i ever and just women about. just just Sarah Saronin saying women. What? Women. Me. <laughs> women. I agree. I agree. Um, so for those of you who don't know, Cinema Vixens is Steph's baby. Um, it is a website with some film journalism, but it's also going to be something more than that. It is yes. growing. We're growing is, the brand. Yes. It's it's just a baby right now, but um, maybe by the time this episode is released – the website will be live. It is mm-hmm. cinemavixens.com. Um, so please go check it out if it's there. If it's not, then I'm sorry, but it'll be there soon. <laughs> yeah. And um, um, we'll announce when it's up on our socials yeah. as well. We've got your socials that you run, which is Cinema Vixens, at mm-hmm. Cinema Vixens, right? Um, yes. And then the podcast-specific socials are on Instagram and Twitter, at Cinema Vixens Podcast. So yeah, follow us. Follow us on both because we're growing and we're excited. And I just want to build like a really awesome community of yeah. women and queer people and just marginalized groups mm-hmm. of people. Like I just mm-hmm. want to... The reason I started Cinema Vixens is because as a woman, as a queer woman in the film industry, I have personally struggled and seen so yeah. many of my peers struggle because I think this particular industry the film industry is so so male dominated like more than most other industries honestly like it's it's definitely better than it used to be but it's still a big problem and i'm glad that we're finally taking steps towards a better future i'm glad that this movie exists because Mm -hmm. it is taking such a huge step forward in the movie world and in the horror genre and I love that. And I just want to spotlight movies like this and directors like this. And just I just want to like shine a light on these awesome women and LGBTQ plus. <laughs> I always feel weird saying that out loud. Minus. <laughs> the, the girls and the gays. We're here for the girls yeah. and the gays. Yeah. And yeah, that's kind of like our mission, I guess. We want to get other women involved. Like, if you have a suggestion for a topic you want us to cover, um, 
a film, anything like that, like, please, our DMs are open. We yes. want to hear from you. We want to know how you feel, what you think. And um, we, like you said, we want this to be a community. It's not just a podcast about us and our thoughts. Like we want mm -hmm. to foster a safe space. <laughs> this is not a safe space. <laughs> we want to foster a like a community for women like us that love films and television and mm -hmm. want their voices heard. So please be in contact with us, follow our socials, interact with us. We will interact back. Like we're really excited. And yes, be our yeah. friends or else. Be our friends, please. <laughs> Be our friends. <laughs> um, Steph, what are your socials? Um, you can find me at Steph Coza on all the things, Instagram, Twitter, Until Twitter Dies, Letterboxd, TikTok. And I, my Twitter is for the first time ever deactivated at the moment. I needed to take a break. But um, my Instagram Fair. is at Maddie underscore Amidala. And so is my TikTok. So you can find me there. Oh, I'm also starting a Cinema Vixens TikTok. It, it exists. I was going to ask about that. I was, yes. I'm was. i so excited. Okay. I'm so excited. <laughs> it exists. I was ask. It exists, but there's nothing on it, but there will be. Yes. I'm just so excited for all of these things that are happening. Cinema Vixens is basically going to be like half journalism mm -hmm. and editorial and movie reviews and half a store, like with fun apparel and accessories and all like <laughs> themed around women and the queer community in the film industry. And I'm just like so excited about all the things that I've been designing. And oh I just can't wait to launch this. And I would love to get to a point where like, where the proceeds can like be donated to an organization that like fits into this message and this mission. And like, that's where I would love for this. I'd love to get to a point where that's possible. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I love that. Also, if you're seeing this in video, we obviously have a YouTube channel. But if you're not seeing this oh, right. video, <laughs> if you're listening to it on a podcast, you can watch us talk um, yes, on YouTube. We, have faces. So, uh, we will post that link on our social media as well. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much. Thank you, Steph, for letting me be a part of this. I'm so oh my excited. God, thank you, Madison. Oh, my ah. God. <laughs> I just love you and I love, I love this you. and I'm, I'm so, so happy. Ah. <laughs> oh my God. Um, Alrighty. Well, bye, thanks for listening and we'll see you next time or we'll, you'll, you'll hear us next time. You'll hear us or see us if you're on YouTube. Yeah. All right. Her. Good send off. <laughs> bye. <laughs> bye.